You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark, and Barbara Ann Wild. Hi, everybody. The very lovely Barbara Ann Wild. <laughs> who is sporting a Wasteland t-shirt today. Very cute. If you didn't hear our last podcast with Cheryl Cohn, who is the co-founder and owner of Wasteland, um, you should check it out. It's a pretty fun interview with Cheryl, and she's just a great gal all around. It was really good. I listened back to it uh, the other day, and I'm like, oh, this is a a good one. I like this episode. It was fun. Yeah, it was a fun episode. Yeah, it (laughs) was. There were a couple moments that were pretty funny. Today... In the studio, this was a very, very difficult <laughs> guest to get. Incredibly difficult. I had to go through her management, her agency, her new label. I can't wait to find out how you met. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, this is a huge feat. So I hope everybody can appreciate this. Um, flying in just special for us. <laughs> from her world tour which is in her mind because clearly we're all in covid and there's Uh, no touring don't remind me Uh, um we've got uh my lovely daughter frankie clark yay hello everyone frankie welcome hi frankie thank you thank you for having me (laughs) i think we rolled her out of her bed or something no just kidding um, but hi, Frankie. Thanks for uh, joining us oh, yeah. today. We're very excited <laughs> to have you. <laughs> Frankie's like, what? You want me to do your podcast? But I thought it would be um, cool to have Frankie on and your kids, too, because, uh, you know, it'd be nice to hear Frankie's perspective of all the shenanigans. And also, Frankie has a new project that we can talk about now and um, all kinds of stuff. So, Frankie, with that being said... <laughs> Tell us about this is so weird to interview my own daughter. Freaking weird. But I remember when the kid my kids were little and they would have that project at school and I'm sure you had to, you had to interview someone. Oh yeah, yeah. And they always would interview like, you know, Sharon or Zach and I'm like, hey, how come no one ever wants to interview me? <laughs> but I could see where the the whole dichotomy has changed now. It's a yeah. whole different thing. But I, I think it's a good reason that we speak to you too because of everything you have going on right now. And it's taking up a lot of your time too. Frankie's fortunate enough to have a creative director, a producer, engineer, a studio with her father. She's got, you know, it's all, you know, so now you need to return the favor yeah, and grace I, us. I was going to say, it's it's weird for you to interview me because you know everything, everything. <laughs> every little detail that goes on in my life. So it's like, what can you really ask me? <laughs> What's There's no like? secrets. Here, here we go. What's it like for you to have such a wonderful mother as me? No, just kidding. <laughs> just but you, kidding. you know, you guys do have a extremely unique relationship as mother-daughter. I mean, it's not always that you could say your mother's your best friend. I mean, I like to think that I was one of my mother's best friends, but we definitely weren't as close as as you and Frankie are. So I think it's, you know, I mean, you guys have an exceptional, interesting just it's so beautiful. I mean, Thank I, you. I, you know, I love it and I love you. So I'm Aww. all about it. <laughs> Thank you, Barb. Yeah, it is. It's, I, and I do, I do, um, 
appreciate that about our relationship is that we are so close. I mean, there are mothers and daughters that don't get along, um, but uh, we're we're very lucky in that sense. Um, and we, we do, we spend a lot of time together. And I, I sometimes wonder if it's because um, Gilby was always on tour. You know, like I had Frankie at six o'clock in the evening and at that time we didn't have um, cell phones. Right. So I had to page him when he was on tour i paged him and we had like a code if it was an emergency like i'm going into labor you know he would know but i paged him and he called me and i said listen i'm gonna have to get induced so you're gonna need to come home so that we can have this baby and you you're here for it (laughs) right so i had her at like six o'clock in the evening he came home he was literally home for like a day we checked into the hospital. I had her six o'clock in the evening and the next morning by eight o'clock in the morning, those days, they threw you out. <laughs> you had a baby. They still do that unless you have a C-section. Than, you really? Yeah, I heard that you stay in the hospital a couple days at least. Not unless you have a C-section. Even then, a couple of girlfriends that I have that um, just had babies, it's like two days. It's crazy. Like, that's insanity. That's but. crazy. I mean, I wasn't even in the hospital a full 24 hours. And I was out the next morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. They wheeled me out with this baby. <laughs> and Gilby brought me home. It was in the middle of a heat wave. It was all during the O.J. Simpson uh, car chase. Right. I was giving birth to her. I was in labor. And, and everybody, <laughs> including the doctors, the nurses, everybody's watching O.J. Uh, fly across the freeway <laughs> in the white Bronco. Wow. Um, so that's what was happening the day that I was giving birth to you, Frankie. That was the big news <laughs> was OJ Simpson. But the next day I went home and it was a, a crazy heat wave. And then Gilby went. We had like a huge welcome baby barbecue at my house. I mean, I had episiotomy. I had stitches. I could barely walk. I'm nursing a brand new baby. Thank God I was young. I mean, I was it's really young. It's funny when I how her. much more resilient we were, right? Yeah. Um, but then I had a. I came home to a house full of people. We're having a big swim barbecue, and it was nuts. And then the following day, Gilby went back out on tour. So I was left pretty much on my own with a brand new baby, basically like a full year. You know, Gilby would come home as much as he could. Like, we tried to, you know, I, I, I don't know how you and Zach did it, but we tried to not stay apart longer than two weeks. That was our limit. Yeah. Our, so, well, we have been apart longer than two weeks, but usually three weeks was our, you know. Yeah. Like, two weeks was like our, our, our limit. Three weeks was really pushing it. But he would come home and he'd see the baby and it, and then he'd go back out on tour. And in those days, we didn't have cell phones. So there was no FaceTime. Nope. There's no uh, any of that kind of stuff that you can do nowadays, like take little videos quickly and send them. Like there's such great communication now. Back then, we didn't have any of that. So he would go for weeks sometimes without seeing her and then see her and she's got like a freaking mouthful of teeth <laughs> Zach she's going says off to college Zach always says the kids come when he comes home the kids are like oh who's this uncle frank because he's never around long enough but um yeah i think that you guys do though maybe it is because you guys were alone we together. were alone together a lot so we really you know spent a lot of time together and bonded and it was just her and i you know no siblings did you ever, I know people ask you this all the time, did you ever feel like you um, missed out on having a sibling? Or? No. No. <laughs> Not after she no. hears our stories. She's like, oh, no. thank God. I've always been kind of a loner. I like, I like my alone time. I really value it. So I 
I can't imagine if there was another <laughs> someone else in our house. <laughs> yeah. And our house, I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, you can speak for this, Frankie, but I feel like our house was never boring anyway. There was always something going on. There's no, always I, people coming in and out. <laughs> that's the thing, too, is like when my, par- my my friends are like, you hang out with your parents so much. I'm like, oh, it's not really, I didn't really have a normal upbringing where we did a lot of fun things together. Like we would, I'd go on tour with them or mm-hmm. we, we go to shows when we are at home. It's like, I feel like we're never just sitting at home doing nothing. Like there's always people coming in and out. There's always things going on. I mean, not right now with COVID, but prior, yeah. like we were, we we're always really active, really busy. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We've always been like a busy family and I've kind of always liked our family dynamic. They're just the three of us, yeah. you know, it kind of, it just worked. And with your dad being away on tour, I thought, well, I'm not going to have another baby right now because I'm working and then I have the baby. And, you know, that's the thing is like, it's hard, you know, when you're that young and you've got, you know, you're starting out your career and you've got children and, you know, there's a lot, it was a lot going on. But I think that the time that Frankie and I got to spend together and bond was like a gift yeah. And um, I, I love that th- that time that we had. I like, think that's why Haley, Ray and Jesse are so close, because we had them a year apart. Right. And then we didn't like my other two are like only Wait, children. I'm watching Sheena, the love of Gilby's life, destroy yeah. his chair. In his chair. <laughs> yeah. But Hendrix and Sabbath are 10 years apart. And, ha- and Hendrix with Haley and Jesse are 10 years apart. So they were like only children because after having two that are only a year apart and I was 25 and I had two. Right. And I was like, oh my, people would say to me, oh, enjoy it. It goes so fast. And I'd be like, this is the longest five years of my life. <laughs> so, you know, but they're so close. And maybe yeah. it's because of that, because yeah. they, you know, they were always together. We always did everything together. They were always on, you know, summer's especially before they go to school but it was just like everyone packs up and we're on Ozfest for the summer like you know we all just that was our thing and then I didn't have any children for 10 years Hendrix is 10 years apart from them so it was kind of I think they're as close like you two are yeah 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 exactly I think also for me I always get along better with people that are older than me like I always hang out with as a kid. Like I'd always mm-hmm. hang out with you and your friends. Yeah. <laughs> and still, I do that. You're still, right. yeah. yeah. I, I think it's rare where Barbara and I don't have you at our lunch. Yeah, no. No. I always join we in. Miss you. Where's Frankie? <laughs> and we definitely need you as our IT person. So. Oh my God, I need her as my IT person. I'm, I that is my role in the house. I'm IT constantly. It drives Frankie. me insane. Frankie, what do we do? All, all it's day always long. like Frankie. I do, that, I do that to poor Hendrix and he's leaving in two weeks to go to college. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. Although Sabbath is getting pretty savvy too. So he might be, yeah, he'll, be he'll be on it. I'll be enough. texting you, Frankie, I'm on this computer. What do I do? He probably knows more than I do. I feel like kids now, they, it's crazy. They know right? so much about technology already. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, he yeah. talks to me in acronyms all day. Hey, <laughs> BTW mom. I'm like, could you just say, by the way, he's like, well, no, it's just, it's faster. It's easier. I'm like, that's not the point when you communicate with someone. It's oh faster God. and easier on the keyboard. He's like, that is hilarious. Yeah. BT wit, BTW mom. I'm like, oh my gee. <laughs> I um, threw one at him the other day. I was like, do you know what TGIF means? He goes, no, that must be like an old one. Like, you can really throw one at him and, and be like, uh, do you know what, uh, um, 
taking care of business. Taking care of yeah. business. Yeah, T- TCB. Yeah, TCB. TCB, that'll throw one yeah. in. <laughs> this is like a, a cute little story. When Frankie was a baby, when we went on, on tour, she was turning one and Gilby was in um, Slash's snake pit. This is like right after GNR broke up and uh, Gilby and Slash started Slash's snake pit. So when Gilby and Slash went on tour to do um, Slash a Snake Pit, Frankie was a baby because actually Gilby was done with GNR when by the time Frankie was born. Oh, right. Yeah, to me yeah. it's like an urban legend. Like it never really happened. I wasn't <laughs> oh, that's for right. Because what year you were born in 94. 94. 94. Okay. Yeah. So um, Frankie didn't really get to um, live the GNR days at all. She just, like she said, it's an urban legend to her. <laughs> <laughs> There's photos to prove. I saw them on stage. <laughs> yeah. But when she was born, uh, Gilby was now in Slash a Snake Pit. So we were on tour and they were on tour and I decided it was going to be her one year birthday. So I decided we should all be together for her first birthday. So I packed her up and literally it was planes, trains and automobiles. We flew (laughs) to we had to fly to Belgium to go be with Gilby and the guys for Frankie's first birthday. And oh, my God, I had to take all these I had to take a oh, the plane. Oh my god! The baby stuff, With the car seat, and the <laughs> stroller, and the formula, and oh, all insane. the stuff. Because I breastfed till she was like three months old, and then after that, I switched her to formula because my boobs were like, "Annie, get your guns!" I mean, I was constantly <laughs> <laughs> lactating, and I couldn't take it anymore. This is fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> fascinating. Frankie's like, yeah, no, she's like, we don't need to talk about this, this. disgustingness. <laughs> But anyways, um, so I took we took a plane. Frankie and I took a plane from here to Paris, and she was such a good baby. Oh my God, Frankie never cried. She was so she's good. Still such so a happy. good girl. I mean, you're yeah. You're, I'm, she's an anomaly. Yeah, we're very lucky. So we flew to Paris, and then from Paris we had to uh, fly to um, Belgium, and then from Belgium I had to take a a, a train. <laughs> I. I I think we met him in, oh God, I don't even remember anymore. It was so crazy, but it was like the craziest trip. But her first birthday was um, in Helsinki, Finland, and the guys were playing some huge festival. And it was so cute because Gilby announced on stage that it was her birthday. Oh, how sweet. And so all these kids were like kept coming up to our, our backstage area with like little gifts that they bought you at the festival. Aww. Like someone bought her like a cute little necklace. Someone else got her like a little leather jacket, a teddy bear. So like sweet. it was so sweet. The fans were so cute. But the story I was trying to get at was... It was her first birthday and we were driving in the tour bus from like Helsinki, Finland to wherever else we were going next. I don't even remember. And Frankie stood up for the first time on a moving tour bus and took her first steps. Oh, and so we were sweet. all screaming. We couldn't believe it. There she is trying to balance. Oh, my God. On a moving tour bus. She's trying to not only stand up and walk for the first time, but on a moving tour bus. That's great. So it was it's your destiny a- to be a musician, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I, you know what's funny is I've told this story before in interviews and I've like read the comments and people call bullshit on it. They're like, that's not, you know, that's that's totally made up. You made that shit up. And I'm like, 
here's the proof right here my mom yeah. is telling the story yeah, there's got to be a the video, video camera that was to, you know some sort of eight millimeter film or something yeah. Yeah, there's proof. I mean it was that, it, I wish so we had sweet. cell phones back then because it would have been so fun to have recorded that moment but it's forever etched in my of memory of course it is yeah, that's so cool it was really cute so she got her tour legs <laughs> <laughs> when she was turning one that's great yeah her uh, tour bus legs which by the way i don't know you you love tour buses don't you yeah i love them i love sleeping in them i love the little oh, like, i do too bunks the- I love it. I like the movement. <laughs> yeah, the movement. I sleep the, so well in cars. I think that's why I do well touring because I just sleep the whole time. I mean, we don't tour in tour buses yet, but we tour in vans and I just sleep. I love the whole time. that you're like experiencing everything from every different level because I mean, I've heard your new song and you and I've seen the video and which you guys should talk about. But I you're about to blow up, in my opinion. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) And you're going to get to see the slow progression of how things change. But everybody needs to tour in a van at some point. Oh, yeah. I started in a minivan. That was really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) With uh, five guys, four guys, five, four guys, five, including me. So there's five of us in a minivan. So for everyone out there, because Frankie gets us a lot, it's not news to us because of, you know, your dad being your dad. Um, a lot of people think that, um, you have it really cush and that mm. i mean and there are you know let's yeah. be honest there are you know great benefits yeah i to, always say it's a blessing and a curse there's there's two parts to it right because a lot of people think that you easily just got your foot in the door and just easily all your dad has to do is make a couple phone calls and he can get you on this tour on that tour and get you a tour bus or a private jet or whatever. So I wish. Let's, yeah. so let's, I wish. Let's just talk about the reality yeah. of 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 your 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 real you know career and what you know because one of the things that I and I'll say this as your mother and I, I know I'm partial and I I know all this but but I have to say this one of the things that really makes me proud is that you are so adamant on standing on your own two legs. Mm-hmm. And you're such a hard worker and you try so hard to really do it on your own. Now, obviously, you have your dad to sound off of and to ask advice and and whom you completely respect and look up to as a a, a guitar player and performer and singer and songwriter and all that and producer and and you've actually worked with him. Yeah. Yeah, we've recorded our first two EPs with him. Yeah. So, you know, there is those benefits. However, your dad is of the same mindset as I am and and well, let's rephrase that. I feel like you should be a little bit more uh you sh- you should get everything handed to you cuz I'm more of a softie. But your dad has always said she needs to earn it all. Yeah. Which I, I agree with because I feel like there's no merit in just feeling like something was completely handed to you. Like then that you feel like there's nothing to work for. Exactly. I want I want to be able to work towards something and feel like I accomplished this on my own. And I feel like that's what will actually feel the, mo- the, the best to me. 
Right. It would be the most vindicating for sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And so uh, let's talk about like your first tour was in, in, in a van. Minivan, yes. In a minivan. <laughs> um, well, wait, we need to tell everybody what's the name of your band? The, the name of my band is Frankie and the Studs. Yes. <laughs> Which is so great. <laughs> Love it. I came up with it because I was like, I, I like the idea of being backed by a bunch of cute guys. <laughs> but, okay. also, but also, <laughs> I think you're a little more like your mother than we thought. <laughs> Why not? But, but I also like the idea that it could be a little ambiguous. It could be like the studs on a leather jacket or, you know, no one really knows what oh, the true very meaning of studs interesting. is. I didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Frankie and the studs. Yeah. But so my first tour was with a band called The Biters, who I love loved and um we i remember talking to my dad about it and he was just like you're on you're on your own like i can i can tell you the things that you'll need but you're gonna have to source them yourself so how old were you it was right after college right after college like the year after college so i think i was by the way frankie went to college for four years yeah to my parents dismay i went to college for four (laughs) years and turned around and was like yeah i still just want to be in a band (laughs) yeah well my son was in college my (laughs) son was in (laughs) pre-med and decided to work in the music industry when he graduated and was tortured for four years in school instead of going i have something to break to you guys i really don't want to go to medical school i'm like you could have been working in the industry for, for the yeah, last four years yeah. not torture yourself right and um i really want you every time ozzy sees him he's like i'll pay for you to go to medical school just go just change <laughs> go back go back be a med- be a doctor but um did you always know that you wanted to be a musician or did it like when did it that happen for you yes and no i i always was interested in music I like since i was four years old i would play piano and then when i turned 10 years old i started playing the guitar but I didn't know to what capacity I wanted to be in music yet. I even I had a moment in college where I thought maybe I'd want to manage bands and get into the music industry. Don't and do that. No. No. I'll, I'll give I, you a little hint. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll give I, you a little bit of advice from someone who's been doing well, it for a long interned. time. I, I did an internship at a management company and I didn't last very long because immediately I was like... <laughs> you're too honest (laughs) i know i was like i want to be on the other side i don't want to be helping them book their flights to go to their shows i want to be the one on the flight going to the show and playing the show (laughs) and actually it was i'm glad i did it because it did give me some clarity i was like yeah no i don't i don't want to be on this side of things (laughs) so sometimes that's how we figure out what we want yeah yeah elimination process of elimination of what we don't want yeah and i i the same thing in college i started out by studying music theory and and then trying to do economics classes and i was going to create my own major of music business because my my college didn't have that option so i but they did give you the option to create your own major so i was going to create my own and study music business so i took all these classes and i was like no, I hate this. I don't want to do this. Uh, music theory, it made me feel like there were rules now to what is uh. usually my creative outlet. So I completely changed directions and I started studying creative writing and media studies. And I felt like that was a way for me to be creative and also still connect to writing music and to, I mean, in media studies, I studied graphic design and editing and I feel like that helps with music as well without a doubt it gave me a start to i made i designed my own logo and i design all my own merch i do all our flyers like everything i do myself so i feel like in the end it seemed like a little out of left field but i think it all did tie in together and help me understand what i what it is that i really wanted to do 
Yeah. I think so too. And it also, it gave you a lot of insight as to what every process is and what it, what it takes. So I always say that to her. I, I said this to Frankie, this like my one little piece of advice to Frankie that I always gave her when she was growing up was keep your eyes and ears open for everything. Take it all in. You never know where life is going to take you and no. where you might need to use some of the knowledge that you gain by keeping your ears and eyes open to Abs- everything and just being advice. open in general. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I did that in college. I, I joined the, we had a music festival on campus. I joined the music festival committee and I would help book bands and, yeah. and then I would also review songs for the radio. And I just tried to like delve into any aspect of music and figure out exactly what it was. And ultimately it was, I just wanted to start my own band. I didn't want to be the one <laughs> reviewing their songs, <laughs> booking their bands. I was like, that's I, great. And actually uh, the following year after I graduated college, the same music festival committee that I was a part of asked me to come and play my college. Oh, that's so great. It was awesome. It was like a full Came circle. Wait, you have yeah. to talk about the fun fact about how you got into your college. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is a very I don't good. Even I know that you know this. Barb. I do know this story. You, know you told story? this to me, but it, everyone should hear this story. It's a great one. So I was actually waitlisted at the college that I wanted to go to, and it was a really tough school to get into. I think the acceptance rate at the time was like thirteen percent. Wow. So it was really, really competitive. And I'd gotten into other schools, but I really had my heart set on this one because it was a small school and they, it was a liberal arts college. They had lots of opportunities for me to explore. So my college counselor in high school was like, I know your family is in the music industry and this is a long shot, but would you happen to have any connection to Gene Simmons? Because, <laughs> no, that's not how it happened. Yeah, that's how it happened. No, it didn't. Yeah. No, it didn't. I'll tell you exactly no, how it no, happened. No, that is how it happened. And then I, and then I was like, actually, funny enough, my dad is on tour with Gene Simmons right now with Kings of Chaos. Uh-huh. That's how it happened. And then you guys talked about it. I don't. I well, okay. This is how I remember it. We were on tour with Kings of Chaos, and it was um, your dad and uh, Slash and and Duff and Gene Simmons. We were all on tour. We were in South America. And we were in, I think we were in uh, Uruguay. We went out to one of those late night dinners at like one o'clock in the morning where they're After the serving show. tons of Yeah, beef. it's awesome. We were sitting at dinner and Gene and, and Shannon, his wife, were there and we were talking and Gene said, what's going on with your daughter? And I go, oh, she's um, applying to college right now. She's in the process of applying all these different colleges. And he said, well, what college is, is she... Um, applying to, you know, my kids all went to your school. And I said, well, that's actually, she applied there, but she's been waitlisted. And he goes, let me write her a recommendation letter. And I was like, (laughs) okay, Gene. He goes, no, I'm serious. I'll write her a recommendation letter. And I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, oh, my kids, both my kids went there. I'm going to write her a recommendation letter. And then when we got back from tour, I thought it would just kind of, he would forget about it. I didn't think he was serious. Or anything like that. And then um, one day we get, uh, your dad gets an email from him and he says, um, I, I wrote uh, Frankie's uh, college recommendation letter. Which I still have never even met him. <laughs> you haven't? <laughs> she hasn't met Gene. She's seen him from afar, has yeah. not met him. But Gene wrote Frankie's college recommendation letter. That's great. And he wrote... A tremendous letter. It was great. Yeah, it was a great you letter. You wrote this amazing letter. You're so we sweet. saved it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, in fact, Gene and, and your dad and I have all known each other for 
over 30 years because when your dad first got into candy when he was in in that band candy he was on tour and his management howard i think it was howard marks oh howard marks okay managed candy and also managed kiss oh so um when gilby went on tour he went on tour this is like we're talking 1985 he went on tour with rick springfield and Corey hart oh wow and i don't know if you I remember love them. Corey hart yeah, yeah. wear and, my sunglasses um, at night exactly <laughs> yeah and so when gilby went out on tour with Corey hart and rick springfield he uh, left one of his managers to look after me he was like you know will you entertain daniella or look after her you know just kind of hang out with her and so he took me bowling one day with Gene and Paul. Oh, that's so funny. And their wives. And we all, we all went bowling. And Gene taught me how to bowl. And then I found out that Gene was also Israeli like me. So we were speaking oh, to each other right. in Hebrew. And we've always had this little, we, whenever we see each other, we talk to each other in Hebrew. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it, it's funny. And, um, and then lo and behold, all these years later, he ends up writing our daughter's college recommendation And letter. I'm a massive Kiss Gene Simmons specifically fan. I love him. I, I remember we went and saw them when I was... 10 years old yeah and that was like a game changer for me when i went and saw kiss and i saw gene spitting blood and breathing fire oh, and i was like course. oh this this guy is awesome <laughs> <laughs> and then your halloween costume for that year was gina simmons oh that's great <laughs> that's so great so that was really that was wild that he wrote my letter recommendation it was, was hilarious <laughs> i had to make her her gina simmons outfit she's like 10 years old walking around her school so in rad full-on kiss gear it was hilarious <laughs> that's great yeah it was hilarious still love those shoes too i still wear those shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right so going back to like your first tour it was in a in a in a minivan with all the guys sleeping in a motel six every night yeah one oh, bed. I remember Everyone that. in one bed. <laughs> yeah. Two beds. We had two beds. Sometimes one. Yeah. <laughs> I but remember it'd be that. me, like, sandwiched in between two guys in a bed and me just, like, curled up to myself, like, no one touch me. <laughs> <laughs> but those Sweet. are, like, the fun times that you'll always remember, yeah, I think. Yeah, no. And I, yeah, I, I mean, those, it was so much fun. We had a blast. We got up to so much chaos. <laughs> and there's some of my f- favorite memories of going on that tour right and and then um and then your next favorite oh, i mean your yeah. ultimate my favorite ultimate tour was uh two years ago already wow we That's toured crazy. with the long shot which was billy joe armstrong from green day's side project band and that was just another one for me billy joe is the reason i wanted to even start a band growing up and i one of the first songs i learned on guitar was american idiot so that was a crazy crazy experience that still feels surreal to this day it's so funny because Haley Ray's two years older than you but I had to take her and about I don't even know I think it was like six or seven girls to see them play and at the time it was their biggest show ever when they did you were there too with Frankie which we yeah. didn't know um down in Orange County yes, at that was the, the show soccer we couldn't get into we couldn't at get the in. soccer yeah. um they messed up our stadium. tickets that day oh and really I cried. <laughs> and she was so upset oh <laughs> We went, and it wasn't um, it wasn't our connection. One of our friends had said, um, "Come see Green Day play down in Orange County." Yeah. And Frankie was such a huge fan, so she hooked the whole thing up. But when we got there, they had messed up our tickets, oh, and we couldn't get in. You had to be nine, right? Because Haley yeah. Ray was eleven. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I remember I had all these girls, and we were out on the floor, 
and I was like trying to elbow all these people mosh and I'm like <laughs> but they wanted to be on the floor to watch this band and they were having like the greatest time ever oh but, they're such a great yeah, they're band. so they, good oh god Zach always says as far as like especially because they're a three piece mm -hmm. he's like you cannot find a tighter band they no, are no, just no. so in sync with each other and so so great yeah they're yeah. amazing three geniuses absolutely um so go on sorry Frank. <laughs> so yeah so i toured with the long shot and that was it was we had so much fun and billy and how did that happen talk about how that happened oh my god that, that was, was really crazy too. that was crazy too so i actually recently found out how this happened but when i first our first show together it was in costa mesa at a place called the wayfair and i was we were doing our sound check and i hadn't met the band yet we were we just got there loaded in our gear and we were sound checking and I was tuning my guitar, and then I look over, and Billy was right right next to me, and I, like, almost had a heart attack, because <laughs> so, so, like, my mom can attest to this. They were my absolute favorite band. I totally oh, believe you. Yeah. Actually, I, when we, we met... Um, we when we when uh, yeah, when GNR did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, when GNR got inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we sat right next to all the Green Day guys because actually um, Billy inducted the guys. Mm -hmm. And funnily, and I was so funnily upset. enough, I was so upset I wasn't I couldn't be there. Exactly. So I said to Billy, you know, um, <laughs> our daughter Frankie is a huge, huge fan of yours, huge Green Day fan. And he goes, oh, well, let me, you know, I'll, let's take a picture for her. So he did this like cute little picture with, with, a, he made like a heart shape with his, with his um, hands and we took a picture and I sent it to her and she was at Coachella that yeah, day. Yeah, was at Coachella oh, so and funny. I responded back with a heart. With a heart and, yeah. <laughs> and she was just crushed because, uh, there we were sitting with Billy and he was like her ultimate. My hero. Her hero. Yes. So the first night of tour, that's when. I met him for the first time and I, he was like, Oh, I've been following your band for a couple of years now. Um, obviously like on a, a private account because I didn't know that he was, I would know if he was following me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was just like, Oh, that's, that's crazy. And he didn't know, he didn't remember that connection. This is on Instagram. Yeah. Right, yeah. He didn't remember that connection from the rock and roll hall of fame. And I said to him that night, I go, Oh, it's so funny my parents met you at the rock and roll hall of fame and i have your autograph from that night and he was just like oh that's cool like yeah. didn't, didn't still know, didn't connect didn't know the you connection. guys and it wasn't until my parents showed up at the show in tijuana mexico <laughs> on their motorcycles and they were backstage and he was like what are you guys doing here well that's yeah. even more of a testament to you that you know he took you out on the road without having any idea that you yeah. were you know gilby's daughter he or, had no idea he was so Daniela's. like it was so funny he was looking at gilby and looking at me and going what's happening here you guys here? are big green day fans you came yeah. all the way down <laughs> to and yeah he had no idea and then recently i asked him specifically i was like how did you even find me on instagram because i don't have that many followers yeah, because on now my... you're invited to all the private halloween parties and birthday parties and <laughs> yeah. you're too awesome. cool for school these days <laughs> <laughs> so i asked him i was like how did you find my band on instagram and he was like you tagged me in a post that was it was Billy Joe and Joan Jett in a photo together and I captioned it and said my parents because... oh, that's so cool <laughs> and he saw it and he saw it and that's 
how he found me. That's so <laughs> that awesome. Funny? I love know. that. So, social media is such a powerful tool. I mean, oh, I, really I've made is. so many friends and like met so many other bands. And I mean, even like the label that I'm now signed to, it, it's all through social media. And it's yeah. so it's so crazy because you don't think like some silly post like that is going to end up getting you a tour with billy joe one day but apparently <laughs> who knows what can happen well, that's great advice to people because you know zach always has asked that question in interviews like you know because so many people especially our generation not your generation but they're so down on social media yeah, yeah. and they're down on the shows like america's got talent american idol american yeah. idol and zach always says you have no idea like if i had this forum as a kid I would it it would be everything right like this is incredible that someone can hear you in another part of the world or you yeah, got signed to by an there. Australian yeah. label so to like the the to make the world small like that and to be able to have that outreach it's really cool that that's your experience too because a lot of people don't realize how you can embrace it instead oh, yeah. of instead of fighting it you can embrace it and it and it can get you to where you're gonna go so let's talk about that so you your band got signed yeah we got signed to a label out of australia called punctured media and we're putting out our first release with them this friday which probably when this airs it'll be last week <laughs> yeah yeah um so it'll be out by the time this is out in yeah. the new moon, thank goodness. Yes, yes. I always have to <laughs> clarify with Barb, like, what? Is this a good day to be doing something? <laughs> How do you feel about this astrological yes, sign? Yes, we need to plan this all according to the moon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it because I, I feel like this is, all of our releases in the past have been self-releases. So this is the first time I'm really having a good push from a label and so I'm excited to see what happens. And the video is exactly what I had envisioned. And the song came out the exact uh, the way I envisioned. And the name of the song is? The name of the song is Not Your Victim. And yeah, the video and the song will be coming out September 18th. And it's so powerful. Can you, like, what was your, what, did you approach writing that song with the vision and tell everybody about what the song is about? Because it's, it's, it's incredible to see it. So when you see the video, you would understand more. But when you wrote it, did you mm -hmm. intend, did you sit down to write it that way or did it just come to you or? It kind of just came came to me. As songwriting always has to just like flow out of me. I feel like any time that I sit down, I'm like, I'm going to write a song today. It doesn't happen. Like it, it's when you're thinking you're stinking. That's exactly, what Zach says. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And I think actually Taylor Swift some, said something once about songwriting that she feels like it's almost like a magical supernatural experience that like she'll a song will just like fall on her and i feel like that's kind of what happens with me and i even like dream songs I, i'll wake up with a song idea um so yeah it wasn't really planned it kind of just i like came up with this line like i'm not your victim and and then like i as i started thinking about that lyric i was like okay i'm gonna connect it to what's been going on in my life and like it came from somewhere so i've did the work to figure out where it was coming from and yeah and then also at that time i think what was also very much in my subconscious was the me too movement that was yeah. happening and I, I wrote the song like two years ago so that was in the back of my mind and then also i was going through a really tumultuous 
fucked up situation <laughs> in, fucked a rela- up. in a relationship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think that... The best songs come when you're That's hurting. what her dad always yeah. says. He says, you can't write the blues in an air-conditioned room. Yes, Zach always says, true. like, you know, R.E.M., they got lucky once with shiny, happy people, but that doesn't usually happen. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's like the best song. songs are when you're, yeah. you know... Yeah. 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 The song, happy. Tortured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I remember somebody left this comment to me once when I released a song called teeth which was also about a bad breakup and uh, someone said why would you put out a video in a song that's so dark when there's enough darkness in this world and I was like you know what I don't agree with that statement at all because I feel like for me at least like I listen to a, a, a dark quote unquote song and it's something that I connect to and that's really the goal for me writing music is I want to write something that people can connect to and that song in particular we played it live and girls would come up to me and be like i feel like you wrote that song about me and my relationship and that was the most powerful moving thing to me yeah to be like well my heartbreak and my pain someone else can connect to and feel like kind of cathartic about it yeah they're not alone either you're not alone well you're purging it too because you're such a a light warm person that to have that other side and to have that inside, you know, you're also a cancer, so you're a moon child. (laughs) So, you know, it's there. Mm -hmm. And so to, to get it out is probably, it's cathartic for sure. And I think that, um, you know, you're also empowered just for the fact that you're a girl who is leading a band, (laughs) fronting a band with a bunch of guys behind you. And that's, you know, there's only been a few people that have done it before. Mm -hmm. And, and do it as well. I mean, it's like, you know, we spoke to Kathy Valentine yeah, and yeah. it was so empowering to be, you know, five women oh, that yeah. were, you know, but, but what you're doing is so unique and it's, a, it's, it, I mean, there's egos involved. The only person that I could really think of who's done it really well and super successful and been true to herself the whole time is Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Gwen Stefani. You know, everybody and could Chrissy say. Hind. Pretenders. True, yeah, true. I, she, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know as much about her. I worked with Gwen at one point and mm-hmm. everyone from day one, which I know you get this a little bit and I know you're not comfortable with it, but she always got the, you don't need them. Like, mm. like that, that video that she did, she was basically telling everybody, this is what it's like, like where she's the shiny apple and everybody else is just like, but they do help her write and they do, you know, but she was always the superstar. And I think that it's so cool that you're so, you know, you, you, you're so honest and so open. And I think that that's, you know, but you're still standing your ground and not being someone's victim. And I think that's, I mean, the video, I can't wait for everyone to see it because it's, it's not only is it visually striking, but your lyrics are so powerful. And I think yeah. that's, you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's very powerful. And even on, on set, cause uh, when Frankie was filming the video on set, we were like everyone that was there, like the makeup artist, uh, actually the makeup artist, Joyce Benelli, Joyce Benelli did makeup. Yeah, yeah. Joyce oh Benelli she did was makeup. incredible. She incredible. is incredible. Oh my God. I had never worked with her before, but it was such an amazing experience because I also, I love makeup and I love learning about makeup and just yeah. like, I, I love working with different makeup artists and learning their techniques. And she's just, she's so quick. Like you, you really don't have to give her much direction because she has such a great eye and she, and she's fearless and totally fearless. Like I'd be like, I want like a blacked out eyes, like all across my face. And she's like, okay, yeah, let's do it. 
Yeah, fearless, completely yeah. fearless. I mean, I, I love working. I with stalked like her that. and followed her before I even knew you. So yeah. I've been all about. I love. I love her. I mean, I think she's another. Uh, for those of you that didn't listen to that. Um, episode we had Joyce Benelli on as a guest you might want to go back and listen to it <laughs> she's it absolutely great. fearless and oh, yeah. extremely honest AF mm-hmm. yes yep. yes absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things I love about her plus she shows up on set and she's like pa 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 poo it's hard to like, look at anything else yeah, no. she's, she's, right. a, she's amazing absolutely treat for the eyes <laughs> but I think that um I I the song is so good and and it's also a way sorry barb but it, it, it the song is so good but also another thing about going back to your point of someone saying that it's such a dark subject matter but it's also a way to take something dark that happened to you and empower yourself by speaking out about it yeah that's the you know that's i think the most important part is that you you gave yourself that voice and you were able to kind of turn it into something positive too mm-hmm. and I, so. I think for me music has all, i'm i'm a pretty shy introverted person and music You're a cancer yes <laughs> <laughs> i like to stay in my shell um, but music has always been my outlet for my emotions and like even on stage i I like to say I have a different persona. On uh, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, I, have a yeah, we can confirm that. I don't even know who she is on stage. People. I have to say the funniest story, not to cut you yeah, off, because yeah, of ahead. course we want to hear all about everything that you're doing. <laughs> but the first time Daniela and Gilby had invited us to go see you <laughs> perform at the Viper Room, um, Zach was on tour and he really wanted to see you because he just anyone. First of all, poor Zach, his four children now. Sabbath may still surprise us, but they, you know, if they are into music and Hendrix's, it's all very quiet and he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. They, they won't, they don't want to put themselves out there in front of him, but he's got, you know, four children and none of them are playing music. So he gets to like live vicariously through your dad. He's like, Oh, like Frankie, she's so cool. She's so, you know, he's so excited when I show him the videos or pictures or the songs or whatever. And he's, he, I mean, he's such a cheerleader for you. He loves, oh. loves you. But, um, Zach wasn't home. So Jesse went with me and Frankie, I know as this like sweet, at this point, I didn't really know you that well yet. Yeah. And I just know you as this like sweet, smiley, you know, shy, happy, <laughs> but, but, but mellow, really quiet, um, knew that you were creative and knew that you were into makeup and you were, you know, unique, but I didn't know what your music was like and I didn't know what, you know, so I go to the Viper room and I'm talking to Jesse and I'm saying hello to everybody that we know there. And the place was beyond packed. It was like, you couldn't even that, that place is so hot anyway, but it was like, we were all just like sardines and they're so excited. And you walk on stage. And first of all, I was like, that's and I'm telling Jesse, oh, you know, you need to come with me. You have to see Frankie play. And he's like, sure, mom. And he's like, what's her music like? I'm like, I don't know really, but I just know that you know she's cool and it'll be great. And let's, let's just go, go and, support. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. So he, Frankie comes on stage and she like, like kicks the microphone and she's like turns into this whole. Uh, and I, I wasn't even hearing the music at this point. I'm watching you going. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know who that person is. And Jesse's like, Mom, she's rad. This is awesome. And I, and I said, and I'm sorry, Jesse, if you didn't say rad, because that's not a cool term. But you, whatever you said, you were digging it. <laughs> and you were like, you, you, Jesse was working at Warner Brothers yeah. at the time. He's like, they need to hear her. You got to get me a, a tape or whatever. She's amazing. And you, you, 
and I remember reading once Beyonce said that she has um, an her persona on stage. She calls Sasha. And it has a whole nother, it's a whole nother, and I thought to myself, you have to have another name for that persona because it is the complete antithesis of who you are. You're just like kicking the mic and the one band members like crawling in between your legs and you're just like, and you're just like total, and they're all, even the band members, I think you're like, wait a minute, who is this woman? And you're just it's unbelievable to see the <laughs> metamorphosis on stage. It's like a whole, and yeah. some of the other people in the audience were also friends of your parents yeah. and didn't yeah. know that about you. Yeah. And all well, of us are looking at each other either. going, oh, I had no oh, idea you even said, who is this girl? Yeah. Like, well, it took me a while to like come into that also. Yeah. Like I remember the first couple of shows we played, I was scared shitless. Like I was just, <laughs> 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 I didn't know what to do yet, but it, I, something in me clicked that it was like, this is, <laughs> I'd say <laughs> this is how I want to get out these feelings that I have and because it's not I am like in person you wouldn't know that I have this other <laughs> side to me and that's my way writing music and performing music is my way of expressing whatever I'm going through and yeah I can it's it's funny because I I thought about maybe coming up with a different name for my persona <laughs> but I was like it is me though it's coming from somewhere within me it's not an act it's not fake like that is oh no no then I didn't yeah. mean no, to no. infer that at no, all no, because I, I'm, just, I'm just like and and Beyonce I mean you can't get yeah. a better example of someone yeah. who she is authentic yeah. there's no you know yeah, she no. is who she is but that live persona I mean mm -hmm. I watched it over the years to a milder degree with Ozzy because people that you know Ozzy is not Ozzy at home Mm -hmm. you know and Ozzy is like he's like the he's the first one to say like oh my god you need to cut that apple up she'll choke on it like Ozzy's really conservative and mm -hmm. super fatherly and just like no one would imagine that and Zach is much quieter at home mm -hmm. you wouldn't know from his Instagram I but he should no but honestly for, I love, unless I love his Instagram by the way it is one of my favorite oh, Instagrams <laughs> um, unless it's he's got a camera but generally you know he's like, kind of does his thing and yeah. you know but um I you are by far the greatest departure of your person. That that is a whole other you. I mean, it's you, but it's a whole other you, and it's incredible to watch. Yeah, it it, it really is, and it's fun for me. I mean, for Gilby and I, we're just like we it we must just be can't get so enough of it. So bizarre for your dad. I've not <laughs> actually had this conversation with him, but I would love to because for him, it must be he loves it. He loves it. But it's funny because like in the beginning, he would like. One of the benefits that she would have is he would roadie for her. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him. He would, like get on stage and try to help her out and set her up on stage. He like adjusts my guitar strap for me. I'm like, go away, go away. <laughs> it was so cute. He's wearing like jeans that I've made him, and he's flashing everybody plumbers crap. So it's embarrassing the hell out of her. When you did that gig, you did a, a really cool gig downtown with Them Evils. Who oh yeah, I yeah. love by the way. Yeah, I think they're, they're great. Gonna, they're they're such they're an amazing a new band. Song, I think next week they also. are so great. So, uh, Blasco introduced us to them, and they played with Black Label for a mm -hmm. little bit. They're amazing. And I went down to the show, and your dad at the at the end of the night, he's because he's such a gentleman. He's making sure that I'm getting in the Uber okay while he's loading up your gear into the back <laughs> of a, a van. Yeah. But it was yeah. just so funny to see him like totally being a. You know, he's got the guitars and the. Yeah. the you know, it's just so funny. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, it's really <laughs> sweet. I, I love watching. I love watching Gilby's face when she's performing. I like watching him watch her. It's it's I, just so fun. Yeah, I, I have to ask yeah. him about it because that must be like you know. Yeah. I mean, I know that when I watch you, I'm like. <gasps> Till you start, and then I'm like, she's got this. She's she's yeah. great. She's I know. Great, I always but, get really nervous yeah. for her too. But it's funny with my friends too because I've invited like my really close friends, like my friend Zoe that I've grown up with since I was a baby, and she'll. We actually played a show together at the Whiskey where I was singing and playing guitar, and she played bass, and we had never played, I think, before on stage together. And she was like, it was so bizarre because you walked on stage yourself. And then, like, I looked over at you as soon as the song started, and you were gone. Like, your eyes changed, and you were just gone. Like, yeah. almost like possession. <laughs> that's, but, hey, you know what? I think that's a good a good analogy, because honestly, you definitely have something else going on there. <laughs> you write your music. You come up with the ideas for your videos. I mean, she, like, will draw out these whole like storyboards for her video and go to like a you know the director and be like okay this is this is how i see it this is what i want and um like she's you're so involved yeah i have to be honest we are on an honest af show we have a home studio so <laughs> yes we do we do we do so, have i mean a home there studio. are definitely perks, yeah there sure. are perks absolutely i, I mean yeah. like we get to rehearse at our home studio whereas yeah most bands would have to rent a space that's right and we recorded our first two eps with my dad but this i feel like at this point in my life is really where i am like i think all of that was a learning curve for me also like i yeah. i was learning a lot from my dad and also learning about myself and exactly what i wanted to sound like and what i wanted my image to be and all of these things i was still learning yeah and i feel like right now i am able to execute exactly how I want everything to be. Right. And so this is the first time we recorded with a different producer. Uh, his name is Paul Miner in Orange County. And that was great because I normally, if I record with my dad, it's my dad. So like, if he tells me something, I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know best. You've been doing this a long time. So I trust your opinion. But this was the first time it was like, what, what do you want? What do you, you know, what do you think things should sound like? And it wasn't like I had, I mean, he had an opinion also, but it wasn't, it was my vision. And so that was uh, also a learning experience for me. And, yeah. and I feel like I'll just keep learning more about myself and more about what I want my sound to be. So I'm really proud of the results of this new song and video. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. You should it. be. It's great. It's so good. I'm so excited for the video to come out. And um, by the time this comes out, the video will be out. So make sure to go and check it out. And it, it'll be on YouTube, right? Yeah, it'll be on YouTube. And on I could tour manage and your mom could do wardrobe. Yes, and we could go yes. all over the world with you I mean, because we need to get the heck out of here. Totally. And that's the thing. For me, like Frankie's like a dream come true because we get to collaborate on her look a lot, which is great. I mean, she always knows what she wants. But sometimes she's so um, busy with everything else that she'll come to me and be like, can you just help me with... Well, she's also really know, smart and, and she knows yeah. that she's got the wealth of, you know, art. she has you at her disposal and you're the best at what you do. So she's lucky to have, you know, not everybody has a creative uh, director and a designer yeah. as yeah. a mom. So, <laughs> yeah. you know... Yeah, and, it, it, you know, it helps and, you know, she'll bounce things off of me, which is great. But I always want it to just be authentically her 
you know, and so she'll bounce stuff off of me and be like, you know, can you help me? Can you look at this? What do you think of this lighting? What about this? What, you know, and so we do collaborate in that sense, but it's always really important that it's always authentically her. 100%. Yeah. And it is Frankie. We want to start adding a new segment to our show to honest AF. And that is, we want to start asking every guest what their favorite thing about themselves is. Ooh, like what tough. do you love best about yourself? <laughs> oh wow! I'm... I know what I love best about you, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I love lots of things about her. I don't know what would be best, best, but yeah. This is kind of like a long-winded answer, I guess. But I love that I can take pain and turn it into something artistic or like create yeah. art out of like I I'm glad that my mind works in that way yeah <laughs> because I feel like that is I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have that outlet to be able to create and not not everybody does um I mean other people express themselves in different ways but for me I'm I'm glad that I can I have the ability to like have an idea about something and then create it and see it come to life. Hmm. I like that. That's great. Yeah. Because, you know, so many people, when they feel pain, they harm themselves yeah. in some way, yeah. do something reckless or mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. be it, you know, addiction or self-harming or continue on the path to keep doing you know, getting themselves in another situation that's a bad situation. And to have music as an outlet and to know that about yourself at such a young age, that's incredible. Yeah, I always I always feel like I'm really lucky and mu- and musicians are lucky that we have that ability to express ourselves in that way. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like mental health is such a... Yeah. It's such a huge problem and I see it so much in people my own age and yeah. especially especially right now that mm-hmm. I feel like I yeah I wouldn't know what to do without that that's great that's uh, a, that's really actually really good advice is to find an outlet yeah I tell, I tell my friends that all the time I, ha- I have one friend that's been having a really difficult time because she's a extremely social person and loves going out like her that is her like existence that she loves going out and meeting people well you guys are young yeah you know you guys are all in your 20s and this is what you do that's the thing that like really bums me out about all of this is like we had our youth where we went batshit crazy but for you guys this is a it's different now it Mm -hmm. changes everything it's a game changer what's been going on it is and so i i have these conversations with her and i'm like you know maybe you should start writing maybe just start like writing about how you feel or writing poetry or just start reading gratitude or, journals yeah and that's yeah. what and we've been doing that actually we meet up every week and we get together and we have these self-love days we call them where we I meet up that. at a park and we swap journals and we actually we write notes to each other about I like, love that. things that we love about each other and we start off the conversation with what's what's upsetting you or what's been upsetting you this week or what's something that you want to work on and what's and and what's something that you love about yourself or like we just have these really open conversations with each other and then we swap journals and write each other a reminder of like what you said and what what we think you should be doing and it's yeah it's been it's been really nice to do that with her it's beautiful isn't that beautiful it's absolutely beautiful i love that yeah Yeah, and and because both of us have been struggling with different 
aspects like me not being able to play shows her not being able to go out and meet people like so it's it's really nice to have this other another outlet <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's really beautiful and it's and it's great advice too mm. for um, people that are struggling maybe get together with the people that you love you can do a social distance picnic at the park and yeah. just kind of that's great talk about what's you know talk just mm-hmm. talk you know yeah that's beautiful I love that Frankie that's <laughs> really <daughter>. good <laughs> Oh, and then we also need to ask you um, what your favorite product is. Now, um, everyone needs to know, too, that you are almost as, an, as accomplished as you are as a musician as <laughs> well, or as accomplished as a makeup artist. I mean, you are an incredible. I think you're an incredible makeup Thank artist. You. And I think that you're going to end up with some sort of, you know, um, sponsorship or or collaboration with the makeup company. I, and I know you have had. Yeah, I, I'm. I I work with MAC Cosmetics a lot, and I love that because I'm really into supporting brands that also support music and emerging artists, and MAC is and one of those brands. And people, and, you know, people, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I, I, my product, my one product that I cannot live without is, and this, I'm not just saying this because they support me, but it is my MAC Studio Fix Liquid Foundation. And I, I will not leave. I used it before I was associated with Mac, but I will not leave my house without it. <laughs> and it's so funny because I, I said to you today that your skin looks gorgeous and you're like, it's my makeup. And I thought you don't have makeup on. It really is that good. I'm going to have yeah. to check it out because I've never been a foundation person. I don't mm-hmm. care yeah, for foundation. Your skin looks like your skin. It does not look like mm. you have anything on your skin. It's gorgeous. I love it. And I use a beauty blender to apply it. And I feel like that helps also like keep the texture you of wet your it? skin. I wet it. You do. I didn't know that for the longest time. And then I started watching YouTube tutorials and I would always see that they would say that they wet it. And I was like, I had no idea. And then I told mm-hmm. my mom that one day, I was like, did you know that you're supposed to wet your beauty blender? And she's like, I had no idea. I don't think you have to, but I think some people do. I went to um, a, a makeup day tutorial by the that um, Nambo, who does, uh, she is dewy dumpling. She's really known for that dewy look Mm -hmm. and I was so excited I went to um, Milk Studios and spent the whole day there and she was talking about you know using the beauty blender and wetting it and Uh I thought that's a great idea because I don't like when I mean we've talked about it many times yeah I think in photos matte looks really much better than Mm -hmm. glowy but in real life and in video I think a glowy look just as and it's it does not look like you have any makeup on except I mean your eyes but not your skin yeah. beautiful yeah that's yeah. good <laughs> yeah well frankie has gorgeous skin she does but i'm saying like i yeah. did not know like that's an incredible yeah. pro that's an incredible testimonial about foundation <laughs> right, because right. the whole goal is that yeah, she never looks, looks like you don't have it or, on yeah you know yeah. um yeah. so it's really beautiful that's great and Thank it you. has spf in it so it does <laughs> yeah. well that's very yeah. important yeah good to know good to know yeah um, and so I guess, um, should we do a Dear Daniela and sure. Barb's Bag of Tricks? That's okay, great. So Dear Daniela, um, I got, and I started to answer this in the last episode and then we kind of got sidetracked, so I didn't answer it. So I'll go back to it now. I got asked what we do for exercise. Like how do you, you know, how do we stay in shape with summer just ha- happened? Um, now we're like, I guess at 
we're entering into fall, but I spent a you lot of my it. summer <laughs> at home, like all you have, um, but in my pool and I wore uh, all my bathing suits constantly. And so that reminded me that um, I needed to stay in shape. So I... I work out a lot. I mean, I, I will admit that I work out a lot. I've always been kind of thin, um, naturally thin, but you can be thin and out of shape. So I have to work out. So I work out, and especially now that I'm older, I eat whatever I want, but I eat in moderation. Um, you eat I, really I, clean, I think. Yeah, I eat pretty clean, but I do eat sweets. You yeah, know? I'm, well, I have a, let's you not know, even you talk and I about both that. Have this, <laughs> uh, both Barb and I have a horrendous sweet tooth, and, and Barb usually plays into it by bringing a box of sweet yeah. candy over. Yeah, my husband um, puts a chocolates on my pillow every single night. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> we're both uh, <laughs> suffering with our sweet tooths, but... But um, I do work out a lot, and what Frankie and I do it together, and we try to do it at least, what would you say? We try to work out at like four or five times a week. Yeah. Yeah, we try to work out at least four or five times a week. If I could work out every day, I would, but sometimes I'm just too damn tired. But we try to kind of encourage each other to work out. What do you do for working out? Like we what? do, there's a class that we used to take called Cardio Bar. You've told which me about Which is kind of like based on ballet. So you use a bar, the bar method, and you do like squats and lunges and leg, lots of leg lifts. And all while you're kind of holding onto the bar. But now we just do it all online. They have this great great program now because obviously no one's going into uh, exercise classes or gyms or anything crocodile you're killing us here um, so Poor misophonia uh, is through the roof the misophonia is through the roof both frankie and i have misophonia and it's it's a nightmare if you don't know what that is look it up that's us um, certain sounds drive us up the wall um, including people chewing and eating next to us. So don't do that either. But yes, we're a little crazy. We seem like we're normal, but we're not. We're fiddling through bags. Uh, we got or, issues. There's a couple of them that I've had to learn. We've got some issues, yes, for sure. One of them is a dog licking itself. It needs to stop immediately. But So distracting. So since no one's going into in-person classes anymore, um, they have started an online exercise program, which is great. It's so cheap. It's I think we pay nineteen ninety five a month. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good deal. It's a great deal, nineteen ninety five a month, and we uh, watch it on our computer. And you can, if you don't have a bar to um, hang on to, which most people don't in their house, you don't have like the bar method in your house unless you're a ballerina and you have like a ballet studio or dance studio in your house, which we do not. We use the back of our couch. So That's you can great. use the back of your couch, hang off of that, and you do these um, exercises. It's an hour a day. We do it. We get it out of the way, and we feel so much better about everything. That's awesome. <laughs> and so we do that every day. We also walk our dogs every day. We have a huge hill. We go all the way up and down our hill every day. So we stay very active that way. And, um, you know, light weights. We swim a lot. Um, so I'm very, very active. What about you, Barb? I have, I don't have, Zach has this, he's taken our three car garage and turned it into Gold's Gym. So, um, <laughs> and I don't touch much of the equipment, but 
he did buy me for one of my birthdays a couple years ago a Pilates reformer. Yes. And so I um, love Pilates. I uh, actually really miss doing Pilates. For me, I haven't been doing it all that much right now because I saw a mouse in the gym and I flipped and I'm like, if I get down to do a plank and there's a mouse, I'm going to lose my mind. So I haven't been using it as much. Oh, Oh, it's the worst. I I love everything about Pilates. I even love lunges on the reformer. But... I'm not doing it until I make sure that there is no, I can't handle rodents of any type. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, people, I see people with pets that are rodents and I'm like, oh my God, I just can't do it. So I haven't been doing that that much, but I do do the elliptical um, an hour, at least five days a week. Plus I have an eight year old who doesn't sit still. Oh, right. So I'm running That's all your around exercise, with him. Sabbath. I'm in the pool with him. Yeah. I'm chasing Sabbath around. A lot of walks, hikes when I can. Yeah. The air quality has been so bad because so we've bad had the fires. So, yeah. The, the West Coast is just, did you, I, I heard on the radio on the way here, Danielle and I are notorious news junkies and <laughs> I listen, oh, I now I have to listen. I know it's <laughs> like our kids, our husbands are just like turn off the news. So I have to listen <laughs> in my car. It's my, my guilty pleasure. But they were saying that the smoke has actually reached the East Coast. Wow. wow! From the West Coast fires between California wow. up to Washington, That's crazy. and they say by next week it'll reach Asia. Oh my oh god! My god, it's insane! That's insane. So we're in Southern California, so the air quality has been so bad. So I've been doing a lot less in outdoors than I was, which is sad because with COVID. Yeah. We look for any excuse to be outside. Mm-hmm. Now we're right. stuck now inside. We're stuck. The yeah. dogs, the kids, all of us, we're stuck inside. So I've been doing a lot of like all these the noises that you're and, hearing are my my Frenchy my French bulldog over here, not me snorting. And she's so <laughs> cute. But um, and then the other thing is um, I also found online um, L.A. Roller Girls. I love to roller skate, old fashioned oh, roller skate. I remember skates. when you had your roller I, disco I, party. I do it, that was so much I, fun. And, oh yeah. And um, but I live to roller skate, so I have a circular island and in our driveway, and I'm constantly roller skating. <laughs> and now they've set up the LA Roller Girls. You kind of just pay what you want to give them as a donation, oh, and cute. they're doing it. These girls are doing these these skate routines and teaching you tricks and techniques in their kitchens <laughs> and in their like apartments and stuff. So How I've been fun. able to like I'm roller skating around, and I I love it so much fun. So. That's so LA Roller cute. Girls on Instagram. It's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Frankie, we, you just do what I, I do. I do cardio bar, yeah. yeah and, and walks. Yeah. You walk the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you do play and you do your. Uh, oh my gosh. Stage, that's a workout. I mean, for that's sure. a major workout. She <laughs> yeah. that. I come, I, the next day, I feel like I've been hit by a bus. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Wait, what do you call your rock neck? Um, what is a bangover. It? Nick told me oh, that term. So it's called great. a bangover. I've never, a bangover. All yeah. these years, I've never heard that. And of course, she plays I can't say that around Zach because, you know, he'll interpret it to be something else. He'll turn you into a What do you want me to do to you? No, dear. That's just, you know. <laughs> you will be his proctologist in no time. Yeah, for sure. It's so funny. Okay, well, I think it's now time for our favorite time of the show, Barb's Bag of Tricks. And it'll be, you know, I, 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 with Frankie here, I'll have to behave myself because it's embarrassing enough for my own kids. And I, Frankie needs to think of me as like, you know, 
This Mother Teresa, she did not. No, she knows I'm not that, but she thinks of me more like, I think she thinks of me more like, you know, spiritual and, you know, is this a good time for me to release my single? Yes, it's the new moon. You're in cancer. You have, you were ruled by the moon. We need to make yeah, and sure I that. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> yes, no full moon releases. So um, here's so, Barb's PC bag of tricks. Uh, yeah, I like the magic mic bag. Well, you know, my whole family does merch for a living mm-hmm. i really should just have you take the logo that you created for us and put it on some merch Haley ray yes. your mother needs a real bag of tricks so i it's so funny because this is kind of what i think of uh frankie when i think of her non-stage persona <laughs> um so i know i've talked a lot about different supplements before but through covid I don't have the songwriting luxury to get out my <laughs> angst and sadness. And, and I might not be in my 20s anymore, but I am dying to get on a plane. I'm dying to go anywhere. As a matter of fact, I spoke to Sharon Osbourne the other day and she's like, let's just, I just want to go. I'm like, where do you want to go? She goes, I don't care anywhere. I just, I'm, I'm feel the same. Yeah. Just get on a plane and go wherever like, they will like, take let's us. Spin a globe <laughs> and just like, Oh, that's true. We're banned from everywhere. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so one thing that's really been helping me and I forgot because the drummer in Zach's band, uh, Jeff Fab, he told me a couple years ago about magnesium and how important magnesium is for you. And he gave me a book called The Magnesium Miracle. And it is unbelievable. Like people think of magnesium, we need it for our heart. Um, and it, that's true, but it does so many other things. It really calms you. Right. And it also... Which is, you, I think, is that why... People used to say before you go to bed, have a warm glass of milk. Absolutely. Or you a know? banana. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. Or, or, um, cause yeah, it calms it's, you it's down. kind of like a tryptophan too. Um, and it, it's just so it lowers your blood pressure. Uh-huh. So it kind of puts you in a really good place to sleep. And since I started taking it again and I found these gummies that I'm going to tell you about, um, I've been dreaming, but not nightmares, like vividly dreaming. And believe it or not, I do get a lot of my creative ideas when I Mm -hmm. dream too. And I'm remembering them. I'm waking up and I'm like, Blasco, I had this dream last night. He's like, oh, dear Lord. But anyway, no, it's it's unbelievable. And I've been giving them their child approved. So Sabbath gets one of these every night, too. Um, They're called Calm. And it's um, natural gummy. The one that I like is, um, they have several flavors. The one that I like is raspberry lemon flavored. Um, They, for children, you only, uh, up to 12 years old, you only give them one. Mm -hmm. For adults, you take four. And And they're delicious. There's no, nothing artificial in them. Um, It's got a full day's worth of magnesium and they taste delicious. And these are, I mean, everyone, Zach's taking them. I'm taking them and it just puts me in such a good frame of mind and Mm. it just it really does calm you down and it helps with anxiety Um, and they also have a drink this one's orange flavored and you could put it in water and just drink it and it's still no artificial sweeteners and it doesn't taste yucky no it tastes delicious it's like this one tastes kind of like tang oh if you nice. remember okay. tang yeah yeah um it's really really good but they have several flavors they have strawberry they have raspberry lemon they have orange nice. and this brand is phenomenal sprout sells it it's not crazy expensive i think this is like way up there and yeah. for our mental health these days I, you we can't you know and, and the book which is so amazing it's in it's like this one 
Jeff gave it to me in 2014, but it's been, they have new editions every year. They oh, have okay. a 2020 edition mm -hmm. and it's the Magnesium Miracle by Carolyn Dean. Um, she's a doctor. Uh, she's an MD and it is literally, you know, several hundred pages and it tells you everything that magnesium does for your body wow. and your brain. Good to and know. it's unbelievably great. So that's, that's awesome. a, that's a big um, thing. And I will put it on the website and stuff okay. too. And then the other thing, because we have all been so, um, you know, stuck in the house and I'm just trying to make everything feel more luxurious and more like a, like, you know, like a spa. <laughs> you want to be in bed, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I found these, this is like my 16th bottles of it's a company called Sandoval. And I first found um, this product in a little shop in Calabasas, but now there's a great shop up by me that has it. And these are interior aromatic sprays. Ooh. And I like to spray them on my sheets before we yeah. go to bed. They get that crisp, beautiful smell some of them there's um i think there's five or six different I fragrances and they do different things this one alchemy which is one that i really love the base notes in this one um sandalwood bergamot it has vetiver um and lavender um, and black pepper, which I love. I tend to like masculine scents, but yeah, they're yeah. not all masculine. And what's so cool about this company, they're uh, based in California. And I've actually spoken to the gentleman who makes these, but there's a crystal inside every single bottle. And he How charges cool. them with the moon and then he puts them in the bottle. So when you're done with the bottle, um, there's a crystal in there for you. Oh, um, and it's really cool. And they have these, they give you this spray bottle. Um, oh. the, to put on top and these again $46 that last forever and everybody um, needs that because you know what? your yeah. house gets musty sometimes especially oh, when it, you've got dogs you can use it and, as a deodorizer yeah. you could spray it on your sheet you could spray it in your curtains yeah your, any anything that's like you know your couch linens yeah it's oh, really and then that. this one is I'm peace sold. I'm sold too <laughs> this one is peace and it's a it's a really it's beautiful it's got frankincense patchouli which I love patchouli yeah. even though my mom used to say patchouli makes you smell like a french whore i personally like smelling like a, my mother it would always get like i always well i love it i mean yeah. I, I live for that i have yeah. that whole side to me and i used to always get patchouli when i was younger remember they'd be like who's wearing that where's that you know she, my, my poor sister would always get the blame because she's total flower child but anyway so this one has frankincense patchouli it has frankie see, you should start a, a fragrance line with frankincense, frankincense. Yeah. yeah that's actually that's a great idea yeah. and it's it's just amazing and you could even just put like twigs or feathers or something in it and use it like an aromatizer like as, as well it, it will, it'll yeah. start to filter the scent yeah it's just Lovely. it's all natural um no animals the website you can get if you can't find it in a shop is studio sandoval s-a-n-d-o-v al.com and i'll post this on our uh, honestafshow.com but this is big Lovely. fan of these like so Thank it's all you, about you know mind body and soul yeah, <laughs> right today. now yeah, so, like that. yeah so Thank you, Barb. Um, so, Frankie, why don't you tell everybody again when your song and video are out on the 18th of September, right? Yep. So, Not Your Victim will be out September 18th on YouTube. You can listen to the song on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, any of that. Wherever you listen to music, it's on, it'll be on there. And you can follow me and my band on Instagram. I'm at Frankie Berry, and then my band is at Frankie and the Studs. 
We have lots of new merch coming too, which it's is exciting. Very so exciting. Good. Frankie exciting. Said to, showed me the merch designs, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want one!" She's like, "Oh yeah, you can pick what you like." I said, "No, I don't want to pick. I want them all." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I really I, I was at her merch stand, and she's like, "You don't have to buy it." I'm like, "I that your old stuff. Yeah. I lo- I love it. It's yeah. it's so great too because you do all the art. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's amazing. exactly. All right. So well, Frankie, you have been a fantabulous guest. <laughs> yes, we're very excited me. to have <laughs> and, you. And, and never talked about whether or not Gilby and I were. Strict or mean parents weren't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you very much for being a lovely guest for us today. And please check out her band if you get a chance. And again, if you liked what we had to say, please drop us a comment or review us. Make sure you download us and subscribe. subscribe. And if you have any questions or comments or products that you want us to review or talk about or subjects you want us to talk about, let us know. Um, you follow us on our social media, Honest AF Show, and also on our um, website. You can check that out, honestafshow.com. Yep. And also, I, one, one last thing I wanted to say is we're so excited because oh, yeah. uh, Barb and I just signed on with a, a new network Sound called Talent Sound Talent Media, Media Podcasters, and that or we know them as SMTP, STM, STMP. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it's called, Sound Talent Media Podcasters, and we are thrilled to death to have them as our partners and so you'll be seeing a lot more of us and uh, a lot of new projects and also make sure to check out some of their other podcasts yeah we're gonna um, great ones yeah we're gonna be guests on some of their shows and they're gonna be guests on ours so it's gonna be really exciting that's um really really exciting to be part of a network yeah we're super excited and so we're thrilled for that. So thank you, everybody, for um, getting us to this point And keep listening. Peace out. Keep Bye. well. Bye. Thank you. We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.